This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode as we are diving deep and getting into a magician's mindset. I was asked to be on Victoria's podcast a few months back and actually, to be honest, I didn't even know she was a magician. Uh, I usually research, anytime I'm on a podcast, I'm going to usually, right before I get on, I am going to spend some time researching, getting to know them, what they do and so forth. So I kind of have a gist of what to uh, talk about, present, and, and so much more. And I remember before I got onto the interview, I was like, I, I can't, I didn't know you were a magician. I am fascinated by magicians and the art of distraction, creating the impossible to possible, and so much more. So, in this episode of creating the impossible to possible, we tap into a magician's mindset. And see how do they do that? How does it work? How does the art of delusion and and distraction be able to create what they do? I'm so excited to jump on this. But before I do, Victoria Mavis, um, she's been performing magic since she was four years old. And she's done shows around the world. And she's done a lot of mentalism on stage. But what brought her into the field of research can help improve her mi- your mindset with several techniques like subliminal messaging, visualization, pattern interrupt, quantum physics, and so much more to help develop to you to think like a magician and make the impossible possible. So I am not going to wait any more time. Let's jump into this interview as we tap into a magician's mindset. I hope you're as excited as I was in this podcast because it was truly amazing as how she shares with us how does she make the impossible possible. Well, Victoria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Victor. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. 
It's uh, I'm excited. I've been waiting for this. Uh, I know when I was on your podcast, I was like, uh, I, I, I before I did research before jumping on, I was like, she's a magician. I'm like, oh my god, I have so many questions to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and today it's your turn. So last time it was on me to ask you questions, and now I have to answer. So <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm fascinated with magicians. We'll dive into all that. But let, let I mean, you got into this pretty young, uh, four years old, correct? Yes, you're good informed. It was actually when I was four years old. And and what like did you have someone who influenced you into it? Was it just your own thing? How did that all come out about? Yeah, it was actually a friend of my father who showed me the first trick how to make my thumb disappear, and that changed my life. That single moment. I love it. And you know, I've, I've seen your work on your website and your and, and the videos you have on just. I'm amazed how, what is it about magicians that make them so like, I don't want to say mysterious, but how, I mean, there's just, this is a loaded question here. Uh, how do you, how does it, uh, what, what's the, what's the magic behind the magician? Yeah. Good question. I would say it's about dealing with secrets all the time. Like there is this big, secret world around magic what most people are not aware of that it exists because all of the illusions for entertainment purpose have to come from somewhere and have to be created so there is this magic association around the world where we have this magic conventions where sometimes there are 2000 magicians from like 30 different countries. So it's really amazing what is going on there. And I think that creates a special atmosphere, also this mystery. And I think a lot of people would like that there is something more to it. So there is a strong attraction also that a magician stands for that everything is possible in a magic show. And for myself, I always try to inspire people when I'm on stage and remind them that for themselves, everything is possible when they believe in it. I mean, it also goes the other way around. As soon as you say something is impossible for you, it is impossible for you. That moment you said it because words have power. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I always say, I, I had a podcast I just released a little bit ago talking about how whatever you dictate is your reality. Whatever you you believe it to be is going to be regardless uh, of whatever anyone else says. Yes, very true. And I mean, we create our own reality with our thoughts and the reality comes from our perception. And the more open-minded we go into our lives, the more opportunities we spot around. So, but when we see only a few things from our reality, we only see a few chances just in front of us. And I think this is where the magic comes in. And it depends on what thoughts you are thinking and also what information you're Reticular activating system lets through, lets pass. So the gatekeeper who keeps everything away from you that is not yet interesting for you. And this is how we set ourselves up. And I think it's very important how we start the day and whatever we focus on expands. I love it. So powerful there. And is it more like then, so when it comes to like a magician, then is it really creating an illusion to distract people or is it uh does it go into like shifting different dimensions and so forth and that's how you can baffle somebody so amazingly yeah i think it's a little bit of both so there comes a lot together to create this magic moment most people are not aware of because magic is the art of astonishment obviously but i always refer to it as a combination of art and science because you have this scientific background to build illusions and to learn sleight of hand and all of that. Also then to set the lightning on stage, to have all these different positions. So there's a lot of science also about developing the things and sometimes even engineering things on stage and really coming up with a completely new concept. And then on the other hand, you have this 
art part of thing, like the presentation and the storytelling and all that around to create this strong impact. And there's also a lot of psychology that comes into it. And I think it depends on, yeah, how open-minded the spectator is to, to what or how deep he will dive into this magic experience. If he will just perceive it as an entertainment for the moment that passes, or if he's more open and there's something in his mind that opens up. And after that, he alters his reality, maybe a little bit. Very interesting. And, and so there is a part of it where it can be an altered reality, a different type of uh, dimension per se. Yes, could be. I mean, it's also nice to play with this imagination. But as I said, it depends on the audience and how deep you can go with that. And it's also sometimes that there are specific illusions that create a separate illusion for the spectator that assists on stage and the audience that watches everything. So they will have two different experiences from the same illusion. So this is an interesting concept. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this is uh, my quantum ba- my quantum physics background of understanding all this really comes into play here about, you know, again, it all comes, it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like it all just comes to perception and, and, and what you were just saying a little earlier, like belief in, in, in the reality of what you see or you believe in. Yeah, sure. And this is why I always say to people that I love when I coach people or sometimes consult companies that it is about this, what I call mind magic. It comes a little bit from mentalism, like uh, dealing with telepathy and everything that has to do with the mind. But the mind magic is basically how we create our life from our thoughts. So what we think on a continuous basis will show up sooner or later in our life because we put in all the energy and it will manifest. And there's also science behind it. And I'm sure, Dr. Vic, you can relate to that with your background. And most people are not aware of how powerful our thoughts are. And even Napoleon Hill in his famous book, Think and Grow Rich, mentioned on the first page even that Thoughts are things, very powerful things. And I would say in a magic show, you can display that very well because a magician thinks of a coin and the next split split, split second he has a coin at his fingertips. So this is direct manifestation, like thinking of it and creating it. But we all do that on a daily basis and some things take longer and Others, yeah, can show up instantly when you, for example, think of someone and this person is calling you the next moment. Uh, Most of the people have made this experience before. And I think to get more magic into the process, it's really to set a clear intention of something you want and to do that while you are in a calm state of your mind. So without all the noise and the clutter you have, in your mind. So, but when you're at a peaceful state and you set this clear intention, really magical things can happen. I love it. And so for a magician, then they're, they, would you say they're kind of like a, a, a master or a, well, a, a, they just understand the way the laws of the universe work. They know how to attract things instantaneously. I wouldn't say that this goes for all my colleagues. I mean, some of them... (laughs) I totally understand that. (laughs) They are just going on stage, doing the show and leaving the stage. They they don't connect with this deeper feels that are to it. I mean, maybe it's because I'm doing this for my whole life. And I reached a point where I thought there has to be something more about it. And where is the magic door to the real magic because what would you do if you would have really magic powers i mean would you take your hand and put a nail through it really i mean this is nice entertainment but what would you do i think it's more like 
influence people or getting invisible or really creative things. Maybe you have your dream car in mind and you are able to make it appear. I mean, magicians do that on stage, obviously, but I thought what would be the next step and to really pass on some of the knowledge I have from all the psychology things and dealing with the mind works and I think, and maybe you would say this, Dr. Wick, as well, as soon as we find out how our mind works, nothing is impossible. So true. I mean, it's, it's one of those things in life where you know, everything comes from the mind. And uh, I always talk about how in the world we live in today, it, it, everything is, it comes from the non-physical. Everything that we see in this world has all been from the mind first. And then it all starts from there. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. You were talking about um, um, oh, the it, is there any limit? I know you, the the magic of the mindset. Is there like any limit when it comes to this type of work, being able to create and attract in your life whatever it is you desire? Well, I think it comes down to the person. So when we talk about magic, there's obviously a limit to life magic that you could do from the stage. But when you look into television, what I'm doing at the moment, so the boundaries are pushed further there. <clears throat> what's possible expands there. And also when it comes to the life, I think there is this very famous quote from Henry Ford who said, whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. So when you decide it is possible, it will be possible. And when you decide it is impossible, it is impossible. So totally up to you. I love it. So the limit is really only the limit you put on yourself. Yes, uh, I would say that. I mean, the sky is the limit and you create your own reality and yeah, you decide what will be possible. And I mean, when you look back, maybe to clarify that a little bit, a lot of the things seemed impossible years ago. So let's say 30 years ago, no one would have imagined that we have a small technical advice with us all day long where we can check messages sent messages in seconds to another country at the end, other end of the world, like uh, paying with that, doing everything with that. So that was impossible like 30 years ago. Same goes for the flight to the moon and all of that thing. So one time in, well, yeah, there was a time where these things were impossible, but then someone thought of it. And as again, as you said, so start with a thought, so starts in the mind and it became possible. And now it's just normal. It's everyday life that everyone carries around a smartphone and does everything with it. It's, it's so amazing how that all comes about. I saw a picture a friend was sharing and it showed like a, a little flash drive that can carry like 128 gigabytes and they went 20 years before and they had all these floppy disks and they were showing, uh, I think it was like over 50 of them and it only was like 128 megabytes and they were talking about where we've come. But again, a you're talking about a phone. A phone has all the gigabytes in there to be able to store that much. And it's just amazing what, what we have done in such a short period of time. Yes, uh, that's like Apple did with the iPod. I mean, it was this huge thing with this clever marketing claim, like a thousand thongs in your pocket. I mean, this is like ridiculous today. Yeah, tell me about I remember carrying CDs back then. And when I heard that, I was like, ooh, a thousand songs? This is perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> so... For somebody, somebody who's first time listening to this going, I don't know, you know, you're saying that the limit's only based on me and I, the, everything's unlimited. There's really no limit except the limit I put on there. How, how can they shift their mind or how can, what, what are some starting processes they can do to really get into the magic of the mind, to get into the whole, uh, to start shifting their world to what it is they desire? Yeah, I think it's a process. And as we were talking about, so maybe when it is you're thinking of something that is impossible today, but it can be possible in five or 10 years or even sooner. But a really good, let's say, exercise I found in an old magic book uh, once was that you should think of something that is impossible seems to be impossible every day. This is a way how you can expand your mind. And when you try to do that, you will find out it is not that easy to think of something that seems really impossible. 
That's pretty powerful, especially I like how you said like every day, think of something that's impossible. And, and it's going to be hard to, you said it was hard to find something then that would be uh, impossible to think about. Yeah. So in the book, there was this example of a tree that grows finished chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Especially, especially for the listeners who love chocolate. They really want to create mm-hmm. that. Yeah, me too. So I'm in for that. <laughs> Very cool. I know in the spiritual realms, they talk a lot about... Um, you know, if as long as you can imagine, it is possible. Because for someone who cannot imagine something, then it won't be possible. But if you can imagine it, it is possible. Does imagination play a role in this? Does it play a role in the whole magic mindset and everything? Oh, yeah, for sure. This is the biggest asset we have. So our imagination and Maybe for this interview, a very good example is J.K. Rowling. I'm sure you know the author of Harry Potter. And Mm -hmm. when you look at her, I mean, she started writing Harry Potter in a cafe outside of her apartment because she had not enough money to pay for the heat. So she went to this cafe writing it. And there is a really good speech she gave. I think it was Oxford or something similar in UK. And she said that everything is imagination. And she imagined everything exactly in her mind, how it should turn out. So she imagined the book deal. She imagined then the filming, all that. So everything happened in her mind first before it became a reality. And it became the exact reality that she has imagined in her mind and the crazy thing is yesterday i flew back from london to munich and i'm always listening to podcasts also your podcast dr wick because i really enjoy the content and there was a podcast and there was a guy talking about this visualization and even more in a business term like not so much spiritual things and he was saying that he's doing visualizations every day for 11 years and in that time every single goal he set for himself became true that means a hundred percent success rate and i would say that is pure magic i love it and why do you think it why do you think for like that individual who had that great success was what do you think it was that uh really helped them to achieve those visualizations Yeah, I would say it's really important to start with small things. It's the same with magic. So when I practice and when I got started in magic as a little kid with seven years, so I started with smaller things. So now I'm, of course, into bigger things, but I sometimes still have to break it down and start with a piece of it. And same goes for visualization or imagination uh, because it's a muscle. So you can't do it tomorrow and think you create your dream house. It won't work, especially when you don't have the blueprint of it. So you have to know exactly how everything looks like. And this is why even when you do this kind of with a visualization session for yourself, it is important to start with something that is really easy, like imagine an apple or something, something you know you know exactly how it looks, and then you look at the apple from every side, imagine the color, the shape, uh, the size, if it's floating in air or sitting on a table, everything. So that is a good first step. And then from that, when you're in a good mood, like in a kind of meditation, then you can start to think of something you would like to have. So a lot of people start out with the famous uh, manifesting parking lot. So imagine you mm-hmm. get a, a parking lot. Uh, also, what is good if you start you can imagine that you get a coffee for free that day and see what's happening. So like with the small things, and then you start to get used to it. It's the same like with training our body. We can't go to the gym and expect that the muscles grow overnight. So it takes time to build these muscles. And as I said, also the imagination is this muscle. But when you keep training it, you can really bring everything about that is in your mind. And when you don't know how things look, like maybe it's your dream car, then go there, test drive it. So you are in this energy and you know how the steering wheel feels and how it smells and all that. Because 
the more emotions and senses you bring in this picture you have in your mind, the sooner it will appear in reality. And that's so true in so many ways. I mean, I always say, I teach people about like a confused mind would always say no. And the universe is the same thing. It's always responding to you and everything you state. So if you give it confusion or if you don't, you're not crystal clear, it doesn't know what you want. And so that's really, really great advice here about the visualization process and starting small, build up the confidence and then adding the senses involved with that. Um, there's a lot of research out there that talks about the more areas you can stimulate in the mind, the more you can manifest or create more manifestation power, if you want to call it, or the magic mm -hmm. um, into all that to allow you to attract what is in your life. So very, very cool. Do you practice visualization with yourself? Yes, I do. I started that also in magic with uh, going through my magic show in my mind. Because, you know, in magic, everything has to work out perfect. You have to exactly know where every prop is standing on stage. At what time are you reaching for what? Because there you are about to create two realities. So there's this one reality for the audience and there's also this other reality behind the surface, what you are really doing for yourself to make the illusion appear or, or just perfect to create this entertainment. And so I got into this visualizations and uh, went through every step I would take during this show. And then I also uh, took it into my life and had really good success with it, like uh, creating this mind movie for myself and things started to fall in place and just happen. And best thing is that these things appear out of nowhere. So someone is calling out of nowhere and this is really the sign that you created it by your imagination. So, and it's really the unknown and you never know how it worked. And I just can say, this is also the same than with magic. You have the best experience from a magic show when you go there and just enjoy yourself. Don't question how it worked because you take so much of the experience out of it. And it's the same with this imagination and manifestation. So you have this dream and it happens in a way you could never have imagined and don't question when you put this intention out how it will happen because there are so many ways in the unknown you you can't see with your conscious analytical mind so just leave it open focus on the result you want to have and leave it open and there's one more thing i want to add uh, concerning time uh because it is like that you mentioned it with the mind and so many things on the mind i think the biggest problem most people have that the mind is actually so cluttered and when they imagine or want to manifest or whatever, they think for it like maybe 10 minutes in the morning and then there's the rest of the day and they think thousand different other things. So what can you expect from that? You mentioned it it is good to have several areas in your mind with all this energy coming in to get more power out of it. But you can't expect when you use only 10 minutes to create something and then think so many different thoughts for like 23 and a half hours <laughs> that the thing will appear. So hmm, really, really hard for the magic. I totally agree with you there. And it's one of those things where, you know, <clears throat> when it comes to like, distractions of life they're going to keep pulling you away and and and, and you know you're going to you, you see things in different realms and not focusing on what it is you really want to create and especially only 10 minutes of the day you're not adding enough to it to it's kind of like a muscle same thing as you're saying it's it's the repetition of the work is really what's going to do it more and more would you agree yeah, that's it. And this is what we magicians are famous for. Like, uh, oh, people know us for exercising, like for hours and hours to get the magic right. And that is so true. I mean, in the end, it looks so, so simple, but the easier it looks, the more work went into it. I love it. That's pretty cool. And so then when it comes to, um, you know, different techniques, I know you practice when it comes to improving mindsets. I know you talked a little bit about like some liberal messaging and visual. We talked about visualization uh, and quantum physics and so forth. Which one other ones do you, you utilize or advise to others to, to use or you've seen that really works well with mindset? 
Yeah, I think you can kind of go with both, but visualization is a good start. I think quantum physics comes in there, especially as I said, so because you don't know how things will turn out in the end to get this result. And it's always good to say this result or something better could be. And I mean, quantum physics is where, you know, as well, it gets really complicated and it, <laughs> <laughs> it takes time yeah, to, to get into that. But actually, I mean, you know this pretty well. So that with quantum physics, you can, um, yeah, escape from the normal time and space we yep. are used to. But this is really tough to get your head around when you're just starting out. So I would suggest do the visualizations, get amazed and astonished by yourself, and then, yeah, maybe dive into quantum physics. <laughs> yeah, when you start talking, I know people, I lose them all the time when I start talking about multi-dimensions <laughs> yeah. and multi-dimensional self and how to tap into the other lot, all this other stuff. And they're like, what? And I'm going, yeah, we'll go back. Well, let's backtrack here a little bit. Let's just go here. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I know that um, also, well, let's talk about real quick, the mystery of life. You know, it's, it, I think that humans, our mind, we love to have comfort. We, we want to know how things are going to go because from what I've always experienced, people fear the uncertainty, uh, the uncertainty of life. Would you say that true magic is in all the uncertainty of life? Oh yeah, for sure. So I can say everything you want at the moment is out of your comfort zone. And also the real magic is out of your comfort zone and happens there because we all have this comfort zone of yeah, things we are used to, like daily routines, people we surround ourselves with, but there is nothing evolving around that. And you have to leave the comfort zone to create something really new. So when you want to have something you never had, you have to do something you have never done. That is pretty simple. And also with this, it's what you mentioned. So there's this fear of the unknown. I think this is also a reason why so many people are afraid of public speaking. So as a magician, you kind of have to deal with that. And it's really <laughs> like every show you go out, you have no clue who's in the audience and what will happen. It's just live entertainment. So you can't cut it out afterwards. What happens, happens there. <laughs> but uh, the unknown, I think this is also the the quantum physics part. I mean, with quantum physics, you then, when you do it right, can collapse time and space to create things instantly. So that would be like the advanced, advanced level for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, actually, the soon you are prepared to tap into the unknown and let's say trust the universe or whatever word you would like to put there, the really magical things can happen because all the magic is also into the unknown. And there is a part, I mean, we are aware of a lot of things and then we are aware that we, there are things we don't know, but then the most part of this, when we put it in a circle is there are things we don't know. We don't know. So true. So true. And then it's one of the things I like to share with people a lot is talking about like just the limits of our perception, you know, and the limits of what knowledge our brain can hold on to or even contain. And it's it, the vastness of what's out there. I think our minds are, I forgot what I've read before, but it's like 0.000001% is all that you will, you can know and that exists in the world or in the universe. And so when it comes to that unknown, it, you either choose that 0.00001% and say, this is my life. Or you can choose the other 99% of whatever it plus and be able to see, okay, what is else is there? What else is beyond what I can see? Yeah, I would say this is really frustrating or this uh, small amount. <laughs> <You see there. laughs> well, I always say being human and from a spiritual pr perspective, they always say being human is very limited in many ways. And a lot of the research I dived into in my life and understanding how limited, because I always say we're not limited. We're, we can do whatever we want, but I, I, I had to break through the ego to see that perspective of we are really in a limited experience, but at the same token, we have unlimited power. 
And what it's, it's kind of like some people say, well, that's kind of the same. You're saying you're limited, but then you're unlimited. And I'm like, well, it depends on what you put on yourself. And that's kind of what we were talking about a little bit ago. Yeah, for sure. And maybe I can add to this as well that we only see what we know. So this is a big problem because our brain is structured to think in patterns and recognize patterns. So we are very good at that. But then when there is something we don't know, we can't see. And this is actually the reason why magic works because we magicians use tools and gimmicks. Normal people don't know they exist, meaning they can't see it even if they have it directly in front of their nose, but they don't know they exist. So they won't see it. I love how you bring that up. There is so true in so many ways. There was a tribe and I forget the name of the tribe um, where they, I don't know if they were getting, I can't remember the whole story. I'm going to butcher this, but they were talking, they were getting either attacked or they couldn't see. But what happened was they were at war and there were ships coming and they never seen ships ever in their life. So they couldn't see the ships at all. They were coming. They didn't make out. They couldn't make out what it was, so they didn't know what it was at all because they never seen it ever in the history of their experience uh, and their tribe's experience. So when the ships came, they just came right up to shore, and all of a sudden, there was these people here showing up ready to go to war, and that's how they ended up losing the war and so forth because they never knew in their whole experience what a ship looked like. Yeah, it's so amazing, uh, Dr. Vic, that you bring up this story because in the same moment, that's synchronicity. I had the same story in mind. <laughs> I, I heard it a little different, like from the uh, Columbus, when Columbus uh, landed uh, at this island and the people there couldn't see all the ships that were lying there because, yeah, they have never seen them. But there were some shamans on the island and they could see the ships because they were uh, further aware in the awareness and all that and they slowly started to teach the other people being able to see the ships and there's also an interesting thing that pretty clearly shows how our mind and brain works because when I uh, studied film and got my master's degree there we learned in film history and I think this is not so known that When film came into cinemas, there was a film, I don't remember the title, but it had a train on it and they filmed it like that the train was moving towards the camera. So when you watch it, it looks like the, the train comes, uh, drives in your direction. And because people were not used to this experience, they all left the cinema crying because they thought <laughs> the, the train would overroll them. So I mean, crazy today when you look Look back but of course they never had this experience that's so true and it, it's it's amazing how the, the that that are we again limitations of the mind how to break through them is kind of like what we're kind of breaking down here and yeah your story sounds a lot more accurate than what i was saying so everybody her story is more accurate that's the more <laughs> accurate one i remember there were shamans i just couldn't know how to put it all together um i think i read that story like 10 years ago so uh Uh, but anyway, I digress. So yeah, so it, when we look at then, um, it, so for people listening, it really, it, it, it comes down to, you know, what, would you say that what you see then is more of like, um, does your belief systems play a role in all that also? Yeah, sure. Everything that makes you sense or receive the reality plays a role. And it is also, as soon as you learn something new, it doesn't matter what it is, but when you learn something new, I, I'm sure, Victor, you know that there are new synapses in our brain uh, created with that. So, oh, yeah. um, and what wires together, fires together. So the often, the more often you do it or the more you learn, the, the bigger this part in your brain gets actually. So in other words, when you learn something new, you will see something new. So it's always good, like this concept with the lifelong learning that you are open and able to see new things even in your everyday life. And because you mentioned the beliefs, there's also this nice book about uh, the magic of believing that is explaining pretty well how this belief system works. I mean, we are like, until we are seven years in constant trance. So we are very receptive, like a sponge to our environment and everything that is going 
around. So we model everything, uh, the behavior from the people around. And a lot of our beliefs are set at that time. So could be that something happened when you were five years old that is had still has a huge influence on your on your life today. So I mentioned before the reticular activating system, and it's also you see what you believe, of course. And then we have this discrepancy between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. So when we have this goal in our conscious mind, but there is a belief in our subconscious mind, we won't get there because the subconscious mind will block that we get there. I think a lot of people are dealing today with this self-sabotage mechanisms mm -hmm. and this goes into this direction. And yesterday I heard a really good picture of that. It is like, imagine an elephant and the elephant is moving south And then there is a small bird that lands on the back of the elephant and the bird is moving north. So, Victor, what do you think? Which direction is the bird going? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have an answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe you, you have to check on quantum physics first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, my, my, my initial reaction was going to be towards its head, but that was where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously the picture for the the subconscious mind stands for the elephant, and this is the the powerful thing that will decide in which direction you go. And you can try as hard as you want from your conscious mind, like being the little bird. But when your subconscious mind is pulling you into another direction, you won't get there. And this is why, while you have to get rid of the mental blocks and everything that is holding you back on an emotional basis and on with concerning your beliefs before you are really able to break through and reach the big goals in life. I love that. It's such a great visual to share with us. And, 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 and you also mentioned, uh, you know, up to seven years old. I mean, there was a, I believe it came out of psychology. It was research was done and it talked about how, uh, after the age of, at the year, age of seven years old, um, the brain, uh, the brain thinks that it knows what the universe, the world is. And it, this is what it states that this is how it's going to be. And it just accustoms to that. So pretty powerful stuff there. Um, so let's, let's dive in then to, uh, you wrote a book. I want to hear all about this book. <laughs> Thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I always have this tiny problem that I can't share my magic secrets, of course, because this is as member of the magic circle, my duty to keep this secrets protected so that we can further do the art of astonishment. But I got into podcasting like you, and I'm so happy with podcasting but it, because it kind of changed my life. So I found a way to reach like millions of potential people all around the world and this 24-7. And I thought, hmm, this is almost a magical experience. And I also can create value from all the knowledge I gained over the years and all the things I learned around mindset and all this mental techniques that professional athletes use as well to prepare themselves for this peak performance moment, uh, like magicians do for the magic show to have their full energy and really go all in. And so I decided I have this, this passion and this strong desire to write a book about it. And this is why it is called How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, Unleash Endless Possibilities. It is already on Amazon, so you can get it from there. It's an ebook, and it opens up a new world because I would say that podcasting is like this magic door you open. And when you go through, you see a hundred new doors you can open. And when you go through one of those doors, you see another thousand doors like that. And so I mentioned that I found great people like you, Dr. Vic, and uh, it's amazing what podcasting can make possible and it's it's still in the beginning so it is growing and growing i'm sure you made the same experiences and people get more interested in it and it is just amazing all the messages you can share and i'm very sure that 
every single human out there has a unique story and also a message to share. And with podcasting, this really becomes possible. And so you are able to create magic yourself. And I just have to mention, I did not publish this under my artist's name, Victoria Mavis. It is under my real name. So just under JSR. Very cool. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm excited to check it out. Um, and I love how you did the passion you have about the book and, and, and writing it and podcasting in general. I, I live by a truth that I say that if all as we share, if we can all just share our experiences, we can all learn from one another and really try to gain the, the and understand the, the human experience at a deeper level. Yes, that's it. And maybe we also can get a little bit more of the knowledge and what did you say? Zero, 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 point one percent. Yeah, some, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't <laughs> know if it's point zero, zero, one or a bunch of zeros and then a one. <clears throat> But yeah, it's one of those things. How can we gain more to help us experience more, to help us rediscover our greatness, as I like to say, and to uh, be able to help us, you know, achieve and live a more fulfilled life. So I'm very excited to check that out. Uh, before we come to an end, I always like to ask a couple questions. And one of them is, is there a book that you have read that played a huge pivotal point in your life? Yeah, there are several. So let me think what to choose from at the moment. So what I really liked is the book, and I think it fits into your work very well, from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Oh, yes. Break, breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Yes. Dr. Joe's amazing. I, I love all his work. He's an unbelievable guy. Great book to check out. And what was one of the biggest things that it, 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 you took away from, from that book? Yeah, it's like you have to do this kind of, let's say, identity shift. So when you want to create something new or experience your environment in a new way, you have to start with yourself. And this is why the title, uh, uh, Changing the Habit of Being Yourself, It's really like, yeah, creating a new version of yourself. And I mean, he goes into everything like you can change your, your body and heal yourself and all that, but also like to create this new mindset and really completely shift your environment and the life you are living. I love it. Even Joe, I've seen him in a couple uh, uh, seminars and so forth. And um, he actually showed us live, uh, a live um Uh, not live on stage, but a video of nerve tissue coming together to make a synapsis. And he was saying that that is the aha moment. That is when it all connects. That is when you're trying to learn something new. Boom, there it is. We can actually show it now and show people how that works on a neurological level. Yeah, this is the good part because he brings in all the science. And I know he also can show how meditating changes the brain. So because he has all the scans and I've been to a seminar of him as well in Barcelona this year. And it is really amazing all the energy there and the people who are coming from around the world. Yeah. This is again, then close to real magic when you do it right. I love it. And I'm also even more pride. I have a little bit of pride because he is a chiropractor. So it's also a little yeah. nice to see him do that. <laughs> so another synchronicity there, you see. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, so a couple last thing. One last question I have is um, if you can go back like 10 years, what kind of advice would you share to your younger self? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I would say don't rush too much, like go more into trusting that everything will unfold in front of you. I love that. That is very, uh, that's some advice I would share myself 10 years ago. So that's very powerful. Um, Victoria, this was awesome. Um, how can people connect with you? How can they get to know more about you? Yeah, so as I said, the book, How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, is on Amazon. And 
I also do have my podcast where I had Dr. Vic Manso on as well, and it's called Pure Mind Magic. It is everywhere where you can get podcasts, like on Apple Podcasts, it's on uh, Podbean, Stitcher. And if you would like to find out more, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, on Twitter, Facebook, and there is this official website that is victoria-mavis.com. Awesome. Victoria, this was a pleasure having you on. I know I will have you again in the near future. Uh, I know we can dive into a lot more things. Um, this was a pleasure, though. Fantastic. Dr. Vic, I can't wait to have you back on my show because I, again, have a lot of questions for you, especially after this interview now. So we should continue there. We definitely will. Uh, I can't wait. So just let me know. I will. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is drvic 21 Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.